Hill and welcome to our Living With podcast, where we will be addressing many topics of concern surrounding a cancer diagnosis. Along with up-to-date information and expert input, we hope to open the conversation around living with cancer. Today I'm joined by Vicky Bales. Vicky is a former cancer patient and also now an advocate for the breast cancer charity Restore. Restore is an information and support group for women contemplating breast reconstruction following a breast cancer diagnosis or for those who have the BRCA gene. You can find more details about Restore in the details of this podcast. Vicky, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Pleasure, Maria. Can you tell us your involvement with the charity and how you became involved? Restore Breast Cancer Reconstruction. Um, I became involved with as I was a patient um, uh, at the Royal Surrey. Um, and as I was uh, diagnosed with, well, I was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2020. I had a mastectomy in 2020. I had reconstruction in 2021. Um, and you know, a mastectomy is quite a big deal. Um, I think, well, all operations are, but reconstruction is is a great op. Um, it's extremely fortunate as a, a cancer patient that you can have an operation that really brings a lot of fulfilment back to you. My surgeon recommended that I get in touch with Restore. And this was set up by a group of um, former patients at the Queen Victoria Hospital in East Grinstead in 2010, which is the sort of centre of excellence for this um, type of surgery in the southwest, uh, southeast, sorry. Um, so, and it's all women who have gone through breast cancer, uh, breast reconstruction, and they want to help women who are just in the same situation that they found themselves in by sharing their own journeys and experiences. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a, I say small charity, but, you know, all it wants to do is help other breast cancer patients. Um, so I went to the first event I actually went to was on Zoom because um, it was back in the COVID times. And my surgeon had recommended because he really believed in that kind of all round um, sort of holistic, you know, he would treat me surgically, but there's stuff going up on in your, going on in your head, which is another important part. and. You know, I guess, um, you know, uh, going through those years of the sort of diagnosis and the treatment, I mean, I I had full on anxiety and anger and like, what the hell had happened to me? And when I was on that Zoom call, I don't think I asked any questions, but it was like, gosh, it's happened. You know, um, this is what this this is how this is how I can sort of be helped. And I just found it very sort of fulfilling. I had my reconstruction in 2021 and uh, and then I actually went to one a show and tell event in person at East Grinstead after my operation because I'd never been in a room with other patients and I just felt that this was a calling like I needed to see people. So anyway, I, I think I was just quite moved by the whole thing. It's kind of hard to explain, but I, it just helped me calm down. So uh, it takes about a year for the reconstruction process to complete. And at the end of it, I said to my surgeon, you know, why isn't there a sort of show, a branch of Restore at the Royal Surrey? And we didn't know. So I became involved by, um, I then started to go through the process of setting up an event at the Royal Surrey. And so I was speaking with the breast care nurses. I was speaking with the chair of the Fountain Centre. And the Fountain Centre was so kind and they gave us a room. 
Um, and so we held our first event um, back in October. And we're just gearing up for our next event. So so that's sort of, yeah, um, how I got involved with Restore and what we're doing at the Royal Surrey. And what would you say are some of the factors that would influence a woman's decision to have reconstruction? Because uh, coming from experience of people coming into the Fountain Centre, it's not for everyone, is it? It's, it's not for everyone. It is a very big operation. You know, it's a long operation. I think I was nine hours. You know, you're, you've really got to recuperate for quite a few we weeks afterwards. And, you know, my my mum my actually happened to be diagnosed with breast cancer a year after. And, and she's now in her 80s. Reconstruction, she had no interest in it. Uh, and, you know, and, and I think, you know, age is a factor. <sighs> You know, I, I really thought I was someone that rolled with the punches in life, but I found that after a mastectomy, um, I was craving having reconstructive surgery. Um, it just, um, yeah, it's uh, it's funny, I think, what society has done in terms of, you know, how women should look like. And unfortunately, you know, I think that was part of the, the what was going on in my head. As I said, I thought I would be OK, but I was really struggling. So, Vicky, would you say that as well as the impact on your physical well-being, that there was an impact on your emotional well-being? I, I think the I, uh, well, yes, and I think the emotional part is the shock of being of being diagnosed with cancer. Because I, I just, I think oh, everyone, you just think it's not going to happen to you. I certainly didn't think it was going to happen to me. So, I think that it was the shock and the anger that came from it. Um, and reconstruction, you know, is something that is available. And is really helpful, and 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 for me, really, it was helpful at at the emotional level. Um, you know, it took a, the whole op is about um, took about a year because there's different stages, and it does take a little while for the head to kind of process everything. But I'm really delighted to have had reconstruction. And were there any other challenges, Vicky, that you hadn't anticipated along the way? Well, at, at these at these at the show and tell events, um, what the models will tell is, you know, everyone's got their own slightly different surgical story. And there's always some little, um, you know, we've all we all respond differently. Um, everything always um, is, is sorted. Um, but, you know, for me, for example, I just um, I didn't recuperate well enough. I was too eager to get back to, to normality. And the reality is after a big op, you do need to um, slow down. And I wasn't very good at this. So, you know, but th that was only my um, my experience. Um, but, you know, it's it's a very successful operation. Um, just does take a bit of time and you do need to be a bit patient with them. Um, looking after yourself afterwards. And it's had me look on your website, Vicky, and there's some lovely patient stories on there. And the kind of the one thread that seems to run through it is that you can get as much information as you want off the internet, but actually a support system around you, physical support system is so important. Was that what, is that what you found? And that's, you know, why I, you know, it was, I felt I had to go to this event. It was, you know, just part of what I needed. Um, and, you know, the, the fact that I, you know, then wanted to set one up at the Royal Surrey, you know, to be honest, I think it's been the final stage in my own sort of healing from the cancer diagnosis, because, 
you know, through COVID, I think we all learned we're social animals and actually we really enjoy social interaction. And I think what I've learned from my cancer diagnosis is when when things are bad, you know what, it's most likely other people that get you through. So it's that support network and you don't need to know the people. So you can come along to these events. You don't know anyone, but their models are so happy to talk to you, tell you all of their stories. And I found it incredibly therapeutic and helpful. Are there any misconceptions, Vicky, about breast reconstruction that you hear and you think, oh, no, no, that's not true? Or You know, it's not it's not a normal operation. You don't really bump into people and, and, and uh, on the street and talk about it. So um, I wasn't I haven't been particularly aware of any. Um, you know, I, and actually using my mum as the example, I think one of the right um, con, con, uh, sort of recognitions of the is is a big uh, operation, and I think physically, if you don't feel up for it, then do talk to a surgeon who will give you you know some very good advice on what's right for you. Um, you know, I found my surgeon to be incredibly helpful and practical in that way, um, and I, and, I, and I think from what I hear. All ladies, it seems to be um, all of the surgeons give great advice that is relevant to to you as an individual and your your own situation. And when you had your operation, Vicky, what were the changes you noticed in yourself? Were were there any changes? I mean, I think a bit of relief, a bit of weight uh, off my shoulders. um, And, you know, finally, you know, the smile started to come back. It mm-hmm. took a bit of time, but I needed it as a necessary step to try and get that smile back um, because, uh, yeah, a bit of anger had set in, which I, I needed to move on. And are there any ladies listening, Vicky, who are thinking about reconstruction and maybe, you know, feeling a wee bit anxious about it? What would be, would be your advice to them? Do come along to one of our events. I mean, you know, there are there's small events. They're very personable. Um, you can tell in the room that, you know, the models really enjoy telling their stories. And you can tell in the room that the attendees, that everyone's clocking something and getting something. And it's only with that real information that you can then really make a decision um, and really feel, oh, actually, I, I wouldn't mind this. And maybe I, there, actually, I don't think there is anything to be afraid of. I don't think there's something to be afraid of. I don't think there's something to be nervous of. It's just about finding um, finding out the, the right approach for you by speaking with a surgeon. And I think also, Vicky, it's very important for people to know that there are ladies here of all shapes and sizes, aren't there? I mean, usually... When people think of getting new boobs, they're thinking boob job and the types of uh, ladies that get boob jobs. But this this is very, very different, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, if I think about our last session, you know, we actually, our models at the Royal Surrey, you know, we've got quite a range of ages at actually and we're we're all different shapes and sizes um and we've all got different you know um stories you know some of us um have had single mastectomy some have had double mastectomy some have had to deal with uh, BRCA gene analysis i mean there's you know there's there's a whole lot of different reasons and you know it's um it, you know, some some women um, have gone from larger to smaller. Some women have gone from smaller to larger. You know, these things are possible. Um, but 
I can it's it's not a boob job in uh, in the traditional sense of the word. Um, it's it's a wonderful it's a wonderful thing. Now, Vicky, you're all through your treatment and you're doing really well, which is fabulous. But I was just wondering, obviously, one of the things we focus at at the Fountain Centre is well-being. And is there anything for you that you do now to look after your well-being that maybe you didn't do before? Or has it? have you learned anything along the way? I mean, I, I really, you know, I, being fit and active, I think is you know and I think that you know that helped me recover from the op but I think you know I must maintain my level of fitness and activity as the years go forward I've also like my I thought my diet was good before but I've actually made quite a few changes because I really believe that diet can have a you know what goes in you has an enormous impact and you know I have a lot of plant-based meals now um I have a lot of fermented um um foods like you know kimchi and kombucha and i'm now trying the fasting uh for 16 hours because i believe at that point is um it, well that's it's really good for your cells and and actually and i think i am noticing like additional benefits so i really believe i have to look after myself um because you know cancer did come along for me and i must do as much as i can um my husband would say be kind to yourself as well um and that has taken a few years. It really has. Um, but I think, you know, I'm getting there. Um, that's maybe the thing I've had to work hardest at. It came least naturally to me. But um, I kind of I really see the benefits of that. You don't you don't have to rush back to work. And, you know, not everybody, you know, you, you don't have to rush back to anything. And, you know, and I have made different. Uh, after a while, I realized I wasn't going to go back to the life I had before. And it takes a little while for me to sort of work out the new building blocks to the way I go about life now. Um, so there have been changes. I feel a bit bad pinning it all on cancer. It could have been that that was just a culmination of events. But, you know, it, it has had a profound impact. Um, and, you know, like setting up Restore at the Royal Surrey is a really important part of it. Helping others, you know, that's just that's what that's that gives you a much more fulfilled life and that's how you can look after yourself you know a great friend of mine who was so good to me um during my um when that first diagnosis came and afterwards I said to her how can I how can I repay you how can I possibly ever say thank you and she said you don't have to thank me just pay it forward um and I just this idea of you know someone was so kind to me but now I'm trying to do something to help other people and if we all pay it forward we help to sort of look after each other so um you know and and you know when I've been in the fountain center and you know that you know, the lovely reception meeting room which is so warm and vibrant um I mean, it, it's it's great that we have the sessions there because it just feels so comfortable and welcoming. Um, anyway, so we've been very fortunate to have the room at, at the Fountain Centre for these events. And of course, Vicky, you've got another session we should mention coming up in the Royal Surrey at the Fountain Centre on the 8th of February. 
Uh, if people want to take part in this event or get involved, what should they do? You could go on our um, website, Restore Breast Cancer Reconstruction, and there's an email there. Um, or um, your, all of your surgeons will will know about the Restore Network. Um, you could go through any of those avenues and then just we just need your name just so that we have an indication of numbers. Some people bring friends. Um, some people bring husbands or partners um, just because they're partners. They hear part of it. Um, and then they go all the, the the men go and sort of sit and have their own chat because yeah, I guess it affects well it, it does affect everyone um, so yes we are just delighted to see people because we know that um, by attending it will help you make a decision or understand what your thoughts are um, and that's empowering Thank you so much for having a chat with me. We'll make sure we'll put all of your links uh, in this podcast below so so that anyone can get in touch. And obviously, if they have any questions, I'm sure you'd be more than happy to, to answer them as well. Absolutely. Thank you, Maria. Really appreciate oh. it. And as I mentioned, you can find all the details uh, about Restore in the description of this podcast. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.